0: Stay tuned for totally unique oldies sets you can only find here. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and more. Don't touch that dial. And now, your host, DJ Peppy.
1: Oh.
2: to 1955, The Valentines with Lily Mae Bell. Great, great up-tempo song. And thank you everyone for tuning in today on this Thursday to Peppy's Music. Memories here on Remember Then Radio. Great show planned today. A little bit of everything like you heard. Some up-tempo. We have some doo-wop, R&B soul. We even have a request, request for Rigby. So I have that in there. And we're going to have an interview with Bill Reichert. Now, Bill Reichert sang, uh, he started in the early 60s singing, like many of them from New York on the street corners, and started with the dedications. He was with uh, The New Holidays the Mystics, if you remember the song Hushabye, and now with Pittsburgh's Doo Wop Big Band. So he's going to tell us a little bit uh, about, about his life singing. So that'll come up a little bit later on. So let's keep it going. Let's go to 1962. I know everybody will remember this one. Great, great song by the Delcos, Arabia. Arabia.
3: Arabia.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh baby am mum, 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 mum,
4: bum 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 bum
3: bum
0: to Peppy's Music Memories with DJ Peppy playing the soundtrack of our lives.
2: Let's go back to 1966 with Brenton Wood. I like the way you love me. Don't know why
4: But I love you, I do Girl, yeah Cause I like the way you love I like the way you love me, love me, love me, oh girl. and I like the way you. Cause I like the way you love me so
2: One of the Delphonics, many many great hits. You got yours before that, Ronaldo. I'm hip to your game, and we started the set with Bretton Wood. I like the way you love me, and that goes back to '66. And you're listening to Remember Then Radio. I want to thank Stevie and uh, Barbara, the owners of Remember Then Radio, for you know this great opportunity to play all this music. We are the number one. Listen to oldies radio stations heard all over the United States and actually all over the world. So thank you to them. Thank you to everyone in the chat room and everyone that listens to Remember Then Radio that made this possible. And again, you can listen to Pepe's Music Memories Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. and uh, go tell a friend about it. Today, we have an interview with Bill Reichert. So we'll be doing that a little later on. We have a request, well, a couple requests actually. So um, yeah, tell some of your friends. Give them a call. Okay, you've heard me say we play music from the mid-50s, 60s, 70s, into the 80s, and sometimes beyond. Well, here's that case of beyond. This artist is named Duran Jones in The Indications. Great, great. When you hear this song, you will like him also. He has started producing music, I believe, 2016. And I'm going to play one of his songs. This one is from 2019 the name of it is circles great great song then right after that we'll do natural resources if there's a tomorrow and that is from 1969 right after this short messy
5: all the songs we play are hits of yesterday these are songs you know from the radio
3: here's another blast from the past
1: Solid
2: gold. 2019. Duran Jones and the indications. The name of this is Circles.
0: Listening to DJ Peppy. Get ready for a music deep dive. Only on Peppy's Music Memories here on Remember Then Radio.
2: Let's send this one out to Pete Double J. See if you remember this 1961 Curtis Lee, Lee. really little little in July. July.
3: Pretty
5: pretty pretty little angel I'm
3: July I really love you so Angel I'll never let you go because I love you
5: my darling angel lies pretty pretty little
2: me send this one out to Butch down in Kentucky. The name of this one, Sweet Sue the Crow
5: All the stars above Yes, oh, so, well that the reason why. Yes, oh, oh, Yeah.
2: listening down in Kentucky that went out to you. That was the crow, sweet Sue. That goes, boy, all the way back to 1954. Before that, little June and the Januarys. Oh my love, 1959. Before that, when Curtis Lee, pretty little angel eyes from 1961. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Remember Then Radio. Ah, uh, let me tell you about Double J. I see he's in the chat room tonight at 7 p.m. Double J's Golden Jukebox. Great, great show. One hour show from seven to eight. And uh, boy, he always has a great show. I know I'll be tuned in. And I hope everyone out there will give a listen to my man Double J's Golden Jukebox. And let's say hi to everyone in the chat room. Let's see. Double J, obviously Rigby, P, Shirley, PA Gurley, Pete. Lady Jan Brad, thank you. And Stevie, thank you so much. The owner of Remember Then Radio, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to keep it going. Oh, let me tell you about tomorrow. Uh, Many of you know, and my friends here, we lost a good friend. um, I think it's about six weeks ago, and it was on a Friday when I was recording a show early in the morning, and I got the call. Um, So I've been looking, looking for a song. That I want to play for Hoppy and uh, with the help of Stevie he uh, <laughs> helped me yesterday and I finally found it so I want to do a special song about him tomorrow for him I should say tomorrow and uh, his family his wife and kids, Just a, uh, it'll be about a five-minute segment. So I hope you'll tune in to that. It means a lot, lot to me. Okay, let's see what I want to do here. Let's get it going now with the Doomwires, Baby, I Love You, followed by the Dell Vikings, an angel up in heaven, then the Fluorescence, the Facts of Love, right after this message. Don't look now, but
0: someone sneaked into your closet and raided your 45 collection. Then they tiptoed down to the basement and took all of your albums. So stop looking for them because we're playing them day and night. Remember then, Radio. <laughs>
6: Didum, didum, didum Didum, didum, didum,
2: There you had the fluorescence. The name of that song was The Facts of Love. The Dell Vikings, an angel up in heaven from 1962 for that. The Dell Vikings, you've heard me say many times, they are from uh, Pittsburgh. And before that, the Doomwires, Baby, I Love You. So I hope you enjoyed that three-song set. And again, for next week, I'm going to let you know, and I'm not sure what day yet, I'm going to re-air the interview with Pittsburgh's own Jimmy Ross and the Jaggers. I think I did it maybe two, three weeks ago, but I had some friends that have missed it and want me to re-air it, so someday next week, I will have that on, and what else? Oh, and you know, every week, we're going to try and do something, an interview or talk to uh, a couple fans, a couple uh, couple singers. We're going to try and, and uh, do a little bit better than what we did on the recorded show, so I hope you'll... Tune in and tell all your friends. This one is going out to Rigby. Rigby, you want to hear who's loving you by the Jackson 5 with Michael Jackson. So I have that up here and let's get it going for Rigby.
0: Ah. Here is Otis Williams and the
2: Charms with Who Knows, let me send this out to a couple friends back here, Ross, Pat Hanley, and Chris Fonatero.
0: Your day twice as
2: nice with a twin spin. Let me send this out to Frank and Janet from Pittsburgh. They're down vacationing in Hilton Head. Not only then Pittsburgh's own Skyliners going out to you. I walk the lonely
4: streets from dusk to dawn.
2: Simply one of the best, Jimmy Beaumont with the Skyliners. This I swear, before that lonely way, sent that out to Frank and Janet. They're from here in Pittsburgh, and but they're vacationing down at Hilton Head. Before that, we had the Royal Tones Never Let Me Go, and then Otis William and his charms, who knows? Great, great songs there. And again, you're listening to Pepe's Music Memories, 2 to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to put a song on. Right after the break, we will hear from Bill Reichert. So let's listen right now, actually, to the Royal Tones, Misty Sea.
0: This is Brad Ziffer, and you're listening to Peppy's Music Memories on WRTR, Remember Then Radio. Don't look now, but someone sneaked into your closet and raided your 45 collection. Then they tiptoed down to the basement and took all of your albums. So stop looking for them, because we're playing them day and night. RememberThenRadio.com
5: Oh ho oh, oh, ho oh. ho ho shooby-dooby-dooby
2: Welcome back to the show, everyone, and as I promised the beginning of the show, on the phone, I'm talking to Mr. Bill Reichert that began his singing career in the mid-60s. Bill, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you've been busy getting ready for an upcoming show that you're going to tell us about. Thank you so much.
7: Hey, thank you, Peppy, for having me. I enjoy uh, Remember Then Radio more than you can imagine.
2: Oh, we thank you for that. We thank you. So, Bill, start when uh, start from the beginning. Basically, where you're from, how you got interested in singing, and maybe some of the first groups you sang with. Well,
7: back in uh, oh, I guess in uh, grammar school and high school days, uh, during my early high school days. Uh, I came from uh, Jackson Heights, Queens, Queens, New York. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started hanging out with a group of guys in the Jackson Heights, Woodside area. uh, And we called ourselves at that time the Delrays. And we probably spent uh, every waking moment in the evening uh, going into the lobbies of the different stores of Jackson Heights (laughs) trying to get the deepest lobby sound so we could hear that echo. So we literally all right, we're looking for an echo.
3: Exactly, uh, yeah, yeah.
7: That was my beginning of of singing. Uh Uh, The group was called at that time the Delrays, and uh, we just had a lot of fun. Uh, Then I went to high school, Uh and um, uh, somewhere in the third year of high school, I I was recruited into a group uh, also from Queens, uh, Cambria Heights, Queens, and at the time that group was called the Runarounds. Mm. And... um, we, uh, we spent uh, about a year and a half um, throughout New York and uh, on the local uh, DJ radio stations, WMCA, Good Guys, uh, Palisades Park. And uh, we started doing a lot of different shows, and we were preparing to release our first record. Mm-hmm. And that was sometime, I guess, around 1963 okay. when our first record was released. And uh, uh, that was... Uh, <laughs> A little bit exciting. I wouldn't say it, uh, it, it. It didn't turn into a gold record by any chance.
2: But it had but to be exciting. Obviously, it had to be exciting. Uh, your first record, hearing it out there, so.
7: <laughs> it was. Yes. It was, uh, and the, the funny part about it is, is we we promoted ourselves for about a year and a half as the Runaways,
3: mm-hmm.
7: and then a group called the Regents who had a big hit with Barbara Ann. Oh yeah. They. Out with a second song, uh, a second release, and that song was called Runaround.
2: Right, know this song. Yeah, the song, yeah. And
7: the region when they recorded Runaround, changed their name to the Runarounds.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: And we had our record being pressed at the uh, a pressing company, whoever does the records. And I got a phone call, and within three minutes... We found out that we could never use the name The Runarounds, Uh so we changed our name in a three-minute conversation to The Runaways, and the next two records that we released in 1963 and 1964 were The Runaways, Uh Kangaroo Hop, Teenage Style, Laughing With Tears in My Heart, and The Shake. So that was my first segue into recording.
2: Great, great. And it was fun. I would imagine I'd imagine I I wish uh, I could have lived those days and um I was still young when they were street corner. We didn't I don't think we had too much in Pittsburgh. I don't remember a lot of uh what was coined street corner harmony like you just described back in New York. So many great groups obviously came out of New York. Yes, yes. So then right. what then when was your next what did you move on to next?
7: Uh, I took about 12 years off. I was married in 1965. Mm -hmm. Uh, My son was born in 1970. Mm -hmm. And so sometime around, I would say, the late 60s, I decided, uh, as my son was being born, I decided to take time off to raise my family. And I'm glad I did, because I watched his soccer games, his baseball games. And I had a lot of fun being a... Uh, a first-time parent, right? And then my wife went a trip to Hawaii, uh-huh. uh, and she took me along. Uh-huh. And while <laughs> we were on that little uh, tour boat in Hawaii, there was a uh, an ensemble of Hawaiian people uh-huh. singing doo Oh wow! And uh, I was having a lot of fun, and I'm singing along with them. And all of a sudden, one of the guys came up, tapped me on the shoulder, and says, "Hey." Uh, I hear you singing all the songs. I don't know all the words. Can you sing a few with us? Uh And the truth is, I got up and sang about five or six songs over the next 45 minutes, and I got the bug back. (laughs) Uh I got back to New Island and I uh, went to the newspaper, the Uh Newsday, and I found an ad that a group called The Dedications was coming back out again, Uh and they needed a lead singer. So I auditioned and then uh, I was invited to join the group. And I spent 13 wonderful years as the lead vocalist uh, with the dedication.
2: That's wonderful. I know I have a lot of your songs here. And um, so do we want to play one from the dedications now, Bill? I think that would be great.
7: Perfect. Um, Perfect. My favorite song uh, of. of uh, the time I was with the Dedications came off our first album, which was called uh, An Evening of Golden Memories. It was actually a cassette tape that we recorded early on. Mm-hmm. And my favorite song from that album, and I hope your listening audience will enjoy it, was a song called Most of All, originally by the Moon Right, And we covered it, and uh, I'd love for your listening audience to hear it. Mm-hmm. It was the song... That became Joanne and I, who are married now quite a long time. Mm-hmm. It was our song. And so, Most of All it would be my favorite song to play.
2: Right, right. Okay, no, I have that. Absolutely. So, hang on the line. Let me get that on. And uh, everyone, stay tuned. We're going to go to Bill Reichert with Most of All. We'll be right back after the song. Mm-hmm. Bill, what a beautiful cover of that song. I just absolutely loved that. So you were with the Dedications for roughly 12, 13 years. So right after that, what did you do?
7: Well, round about 1998, uh, I met uh, and became friends with Emil Stucchio, the lead singer of the classics, Uh and Alec Trera, who was the bass singer for the classics. He was also the original bass singer for The Mystics. Mm-hmm. And he owned, he owned, Ali owned the name The Mystics. And uh, Ali and Emil were doing a show with Dick Fox, one of the biggest promoters in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, called The Boys from Brooklyn. And it was an onstage reunion of The Mystics, Classics, and Passions. Wow. And uh, it was a wonderful show. I was asked to become a member of The Mystics. And to make a long story short, rather than putting individual people uh, in front of uh, Phil Crackalisi, the lead singer, mm-hmm. we decided that since the dedications performed several Mystic songs, Mystics hits in our act, the actually, uh, the dedications transitioned into uh, becoming the Mystics for about two and a half years. Wow. And we. We performed as and um, actually had a wonderful time throughout the tri-state area uh, doing the on-stage reunion of the Mystics, Classics, and Passions. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a wonderful time uh, And to be a Mystic and uh, to to sing Hushabai uh, Mm -hmm. many, many times in many, many venues. Uh, I I love being behind Phil Krakalisi, the original lead, And uh, it was just a wonderful experience. And it was great uh, until Phil moved down to Florida and retired.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
7: And at that time, um, a chance meeting with Vito Balsamo from Vito and the Salutations. Mm -hmm. And Vito uh, was looking for someone to come in to the uh, new entity he was putting together uh, he wasn't able to use Vito in the Salutations because of a licensing agreement problem. Mm-hmm. And so he had to perform as Vito Balsamo, former lead singer of the Salutations.
2: Oh, I see. He
7: also performed as Golden Group Memories. And uh, between the Vito Group and the Golden Group Memories, I spent another two and a half to almost three years uh, with uh, Vito Balsamo, and uh, again, the the ability to sing "Unchained Melody" uh, and "Gloria" with Vito as the original lead uh, fronting the group, it was amazing. I would imagine. Um,
2: I would imagine. It was
7: fun. It was actually fun.
2: Right, right. Now, when did you move? I know, obviously, I know you're in Pittsburgh. We've had dinner a few times and come to (laughs) see your concerts. And and with the big, uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But right after that, then, when did you become with the new holidays? How did that come about?
7: Well, I moved from New York -hmm. in 2003. Mm -hmm. And one of the Funniest things that ever, you know, they say when one door closes, a new door opens. Right. I was moving and leaving New York, and the last thing I did was receive a call from a disc jockey in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. who had a, uh, a, a radio show, and he wanted to interview Vito Balsamo from mm-hmm. Vito and the Salutations. Mm-hmm. So I arranged for that interview to happen because I was booking uh, the group and arranging all of the appearances. right? And uh, I said to the guy, where are you from? And he said, just outside of Pittsburgh. (laughs) And I said, you're kidding. I'm moving there. Uh He says, when? I said, in two months. Uh And he said, oh, my goodness. And I said, do you know anybody that has a group and is looking for somebody uh, to join that group? And he hooked me up with Sam Ferrella, who was the lead singer and leader of the New Holidays. And literally, the day I moved in, I had a show at Seven Springs with the New Holidays. I had never performed with them, but I had for the last 60 days taken their recordings that they had on different albums, mm-hmm. and I, I memorized and learned all my parts from the songs they did, so never having fun with them, I went on stage at Seven Springs, the night we opened for Gary Puckett and the Union Gap wow. with
2: uh, The New Holidays. Right, great, great. Yeah, I love The New Holidays, a lot of their music, a lot of their songs, I, I am a fan of. Okay, so... The New Holidays, we're going to play something from there. Which one is your favorite? I shouldn't say favorite. Which one meant the most to you But recording, I'll ask?
7: Well, one of my all-time favorite songs by the Cadillacs was a song called Zoom. Oh, yeah. And uh, I loved the way the Cadillacs did it. And uh, I had an opportunity to recommend a song to go on uh, a dedication Excuse me, a New Holidays album. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, Boy, I'd love to do Zoom. And uh, I did the lead, I did the bass, and I did the falsetto at the end of the song. Uh, I loved it. And uh, I tell you, it was uh, one of my all time favorite records that I ever recorded. So if you were going to suggest to me uh, what song would I like, uh, your listening audience to hear from the new holidays. I would say I hope the heck they enjoy Zoom as much as I enjoyed
2: singing it. And I enjoy it. I've already listened to it and I've got it up on the turntable now. So let's take a listen. And Bill, hold on. We'll be back right after we hear Zoom. cover of that one also absolutely love that love that so great great cover all right now here's what um, I want to talk about I've been to a couple of Becky and I actually I should say and friends we've been to a couple of your new group your new well I don't know if it's so new it's been eight nine years I would imagine um, Pittsburgh's do big band it's called so tell everyone what that entails and how it became the big uh big band included with you
7: well um sam farella the lead singer of uh, the new holidays mm-hmm. uh had to uh take some time off and go in for some serious surgery throat surgery mm-hmm. and um at that time we were kind of in limbo and uh, i met the um, business manager for a group called the Pittsburgh Duop Big Band, and uh, they were looking to add a male lead vocalist to the group, mm-hmm. uh, and they asked me if I'd like to audition. I did, and uh, eight years ago, I was invited to become the lead singer uh, for all of the male uh, doo op tunes, and Laura Rosday, or Laura Rose, as she's known, Yes. Uh, the female singer doing all of the female uh, leads uh, for the Pittsburgh Duop Big Band. So for the last eight years, uh, I've been with the Pittsburgh Duop Big Band, and boy, loving every minute of it.
2: Right, right. Now explain to everybody how many piece orchestra and even... um You know, the funny thing is, and you know this, Ray DeFade, one of your sax players, he was actually our band leader, music teacher, when I was going to high school at Thomas Jefferson. So when I first came to there, it was so great to see him. I still call him Mr. DeFade, 50, (laughs) 60 years later. So yeah, Ray DeFade, one of the best here in Pittsburgh and also the um orchestrator uh Rick Mansfield. Am I correct? You want to tell everybody about uh Rick?
7: Yes. Um the Pittsburgh Doo Up Big Band is a sixteen piece orchestra. Mm-hmm. There's five saxophones, four trombones, four trumpets, bass guitar, keyboards and drums. Mm-hmm. A magnificent sixteen piece orchestra.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
7: And it, it's uh, directed by our musical director is Rick Mansfield, and Rick was the musical director for all of the original Duop Fifty Duop Fifty One shows that were on WQED Channel Thirteen here, um, and most of those shows were shot and made at the Benedum Theater. Rick was uh, Rick was the musical director for those shows, right. and they were to show you how popular Duop is uh, in Pittsburgh and throughout the United States. Those doo 50 and 51 shows were the highest grossing TV shows in the history of public television, right. all right? And uh, they won all sorts of awards. Rick won his awards as the musical director. Well, he is the musical director for the Pittsburgh doo big band, and the fact that all those people went to the Benidim, and, and, and then we played those shows on Channel 13 for year after year after year, shows how popular duop is in this area.
2: Exactly, exactly.
7: Well, Rick is a magnificent musical director. Most of the groups that I performed with um, from my teenage years up now to my senior years, and I am a senior.
2: (laughs) Um, Aren't we all? (laughs)
7: They had vocal harmony in the background. So Uh it was a lead singer, a baritone, second tenor, first tenor, singing behind them. The Pittsburgh Duwop Big Band uh, is a little different. The harmony will come from the instruments. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, if you ever watch the Glenn Miller story, the entire Glenn Miller story was about glenn miller trying to find that sound that sound he right. was looking
2: for. right
7: and that sound was the harmony of the brass instruments between the saxophones trumpets trombones and that's how rick writes all of the background musical parts for the big band yeah so i might not have three guys singing behind me when i'm Performing a song, but you have a 16 piece orchestra playing charts that are structured to be in harmony. And it's a mag. When I did my first doo-wop song uh, with the doo big band, uh, I thought I died and went
2: to heaven. I would imagine. It-
7: amazing to open your mouth and have a 16-piece orchestra behind
2: you. Exactly. No, like I said, uh, I've told everybody about it. We went to your Christmas show, and then I can't remember, maybe a a couple months ago you had another show. So with that said, you have an up-and-coming show. Why don't you tell everybody about that, where it's at, and the date, and obviously I will keep advertising and plugging that show coming up.
7: Well, the next upcoming show we have is uh, at the Tall Trees Amphitheater in Monroeville. Okay. Uh, It's uh, basically at uh, 2399 Tillbrook Road, T-I-L, Brook Road in Monroeville. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be Sunday, July 16th from 6.30 in the evening to 8.30. It's a two-hour show. And the wonderful part is it's free to the public. It's sponsored sponsored by uh, the Monroeville Parks and Recreation Department and uh, a lot of the uh, uh, funds that go towards sponsoring these shows are covered by Allegheny County as well as the American Federation of Musicians. So it's free to the public July 16th a Sunday early evening from 6.30 to 8.30 in Monroeville on Tilbrook Road. That's the first free show coming up in July. And two weeks later, if I might uh, just mention this, Absolutely. on yes. Sunday, July 30th, mm-hmm. is an afternoon show at uh, Concordia in uh, Cabot, Pennsylvania, right off of Route Highway 356. Okay. That's going to be from 1.30 in the afternoon to 3.30. Again, it's free to the public. It's, it's welcome the whole family. There's going to be rides for the kids, nice. uh, fishing contest. It's going to be a wonderful afternoon show. There'll be food to purchase and, uh, places to go and things to do. And what I love about it again, July 16th, Sunday, if you got no place to go, 630 to 830, come to see us in Monroeville. And then the 30th of July, Sunday again, um, one thirty to 3.30 in the afternoon in Concordia at uh, in Cabot, Pennsylvania, right off of Highway 356. So right. I can only tell you that uh, I love when the shows are free to the public because the last time we did Concordia, we had about 700 people. It was so much fun.
2: Nice, nice. Well, you can bet that Becky and I and a lot of my friends will be there. And uh, tell your wife, Joanne, save us a seat. <laughs> 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 <'Cause>,
7: <laughs> You know what? You just mentioned something. Yeah, yeah. These are outdoor shows, and I always suggest to people, and I'm glad you mentioned it, right. bring your own chair in right. case, yeah. in case the, the fixed seating that they have is filled. You'll always be able to go to your trunk and pull out a, a, a chair yeah. or two.
2: Uh, so BYOC, bring your own chair. We will, we will for sure. All right, Bill. Um, pretty soon we're going to have to go back out to dinner. That Italian restaurant we went to the last time with you and Joanne was amazing. So whenever I know you're you're busier than I am. So whenever you and Joanne have a chance, I know you're going to be traveling. Give me a holler, Becky and I, and we'd love to go out with you. I'm going to play, I'm going to try to extract a little clip from the Pittsburgh doo-wop big band, and we'll play that. So, Bill, thank you so much, and um, I can't thank you enough. I'm sure everyone enjoyed this interview, so thank you.
7: And uh, just uh, a, a, a thank you to you for keeping the sound alive. Uh, to I know you're going to try to extract that clip. The clip is on YouTube. Right. Uh, our one of our fans did a one hour and thirty minute video and put it on YouTube with the Pittsburgh Duo Big Band. So I, I don't know how to do it, but. Uh, if you're able to extract the song, I hope your listening audience enjoys it. Thanks again to you, Peppy, and uh, all of the uh, DJs that remember then radio. You guys do a wonderful job thank you. for keeping the sound of the Golden Oldies alive for the next generation to enjoy. Absolutely. And I thank you very much.
2: Oh, thank you. All right, Bill, stay on the line. Let me put this on, and uh, we'll talk a little bit. Thank you, Bill. Thank you.